Hi everyone, my name is Larisse, also known as Galad L'Oreal, also known as GLAD. Welcome to the Collateral Damage Podcast. We are a group of friends who've been meeting every other Saturday for about a year and a half now. We come together and we have fun using homebrew rules and the more we play, the more we learn. This is my first time playing Dungeons and Dragons and I'm loving it. Growing up as a girl, the boys never let me play and they said, this is for boys. But I'm really happy and proud to be a part of this team. So please enjoy the recap. And thanks for listening. Previously on Collateral Damage, we Aqua and Galahad got into a fight. We all got an invitation to Strahd's wedding. Suspicious. We killed a few blights. We grabbed some wine. We escaped a tree blight that came after us. There was some discussion on the road to Kresik, including me telling everyone that I care for them. Argyle, Atros, and we Aqua were talking about Argyle's dream. Kyver fought Sirius and got tossed off the cart, kneeing Sirius in the balls. Galahad was talking about his code from Banamut, and eventually we finally made it to Kresik. Join us as we continue our journey. Destiny calls to fight the storm that is raging on, that is raging on. Have to enter the call. You have to give it your own. Your helmet strapped in waist, your shield in front of your face. Grip in your holy maze, grip in your holy maze. Now it's time to leave this place Now it's time to leave this place Travel to the land long before God To climb and try and hide To survive that reek and ride Beware the curse of Shroud Beware the curse of Shroud Beware the curse of Shroud as you make your way into in uh, into the city walls of the gatehouse you you come through the walls uh, the mist shrouds this village beyond it uh, there's nothing really more than a scattering of humble wooden cottages uh, along dirt roads that stretch between stands of snow dusted pine trees I mean like there's a lot of trees uh, it, it could constitute as a forest that's how how 
thickly wooded it is inside the walls. Uh, to the northeast, uh, gray cliffs rise sharply, and the road winding up to the abbey is easy to see from where you are. The uh, burgomaster, uh, who's who's going in? Like, who who's who's wants to do the talking? He's gonna go to the first person unless someone steps up and says. I thought I already greeted him. We th- we talked about. Um... Okay, so it is sex. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He turns we, to you, we... sex. Oh, go ahead. Say what you were gonna uh, say. I was saying uh, last we left our beat, uh, he talked about um, we got him the wine, we purified it for him on the way. Uh, we just need a place to rest, get some information, and kind of discuss if he wants us to um, exterminate the tree and any other um, situational problems that he has, but we kind of need a place to lay, lay low for a second and catch our breath. Okay. He turns to you and says, you spoke of a tree. What, what is this tree you're speaking of? A giant, uh, I would say 20-foot tree that moves at a pace and was not happy for us to be there. I see. There's a reason we don't go outside the walls. You're a smart man. Well, I don't know. Uh, I guess, maybe. Um, now, what what is it that you are needing to uh, hide from? Um, right now, we need, we need a place uh, to gather some information on the lands and um, and figure out some stuff to um, finish our quest for another um, another quest giver if you will and then um, probably get a place to you know to rest for the evening maybe a few nights if, if uh, that'll suffice and um, Maybe get some goods, exchange some gold and some uh, some coin for some stuff for my party, and then um, yeah, we'll discuss uh, everything else from there. When you mention uh, get some goods, he gives you a somewhat puzzled look. Uh, do you have any shops or wares that we can purchase here? We don't. Is, we don't get many outside. We are uh, self-sufficient. Okay. No. No worries. You know. We just. You know. We had some. Go- uh, some gold, and uh, we're looking to gear up for our next leg of this journey. I. I apologize. I. I can help you with a, a place to stay. We have. I believe one empty, uh, house in the village currently. Work. Really, but, uh, do you do you have anybody who um, would equate to like an a historian of the land, someone who uh, who can give us a lot of uh, old information about you know the land, its people, about uh, about Strahd, you know, just kind of give us some information in uh, in great detail. Information. What uh, what kind of information are we looking for? Um, his, historical uh, to try to figure out, you know, the uh, story of Strahd, 
if that's at all possible. Um, and also your land, your people, your customs, maybe figure out um, some information. We have, we have certain quests that need to be uh, fulfilled, but we don't quite know where to go. And we were hoping um, maybe uh, through some research, uh, maybe your maps, if you guys have maps, uh, they can lead us in the right direction to get to those places. Do do you have a do you have a town library, perhaps? We have no use for things. (laughs) No worries at all. Do you have anybody who uh, fancies themselves a uh, bit of a bookworm, someone who is always face down in a book? Uh, you could always try the Abbot, but. I don't know about that. This abbot. The abbot. All right. Uh, how far is Weaqua from Zex? Oh, you guys are pretty much in a group. They just pulled you in to the inside of the wall so they could shut the gates, and you, uh, you guys are still pretty much like on the inside of the wall. I, I pull Zex close to me that he can hear me. I go, anyone who can t- like the story or sage of the of this place. In my when back in my uh, where I grew up people who didn't write things down they told it through oral tradition maybe they have someone like that oh then, do you yeah. uh do you have an a bit of an oral historian uh someone who's like a sage if you were well i mean most everybody here has their family has been here for generation upon generation okay my forefathers founded this town Ah, so you uh, you might you might be uh you had four fathers? He that's, looks at that, <laughs> that's not what he meant, Riaqua, but Oh okay, sorry. Sorry. I'll explain it to you later, I promise. Strange one. Yes. That he is. He's still learning uh some things. Hey, tell me. Yes. While this conversation is going on, uh, can I have Shanks kind of size up the guards a little bit? Maybe analyze a little bit about their uh, wares and weapons? Sure. Um, as you, uh, as the conversation is going on, um, you've walked in, you see um, what look like scouts up in the uh, in inside uh, the gatehouses you are walking in archers really uh, one male and one female one in each tower and there were four guards all everyone's human um, that sort of man the adjacent walls um, but from what you can tell they don't it doesn't this place doesn't look like it has very much protection besides the wall uh, at a glance it looks like there's maybe three or four hundred feet between each station guard I mean it's not about how big is the city in like uh, per, like in terms of uh, the fir- uh, the first city we were in or first town we were in rather I mean this one is markedly bigger than Barovia for sure okay um, I'd have to say each square is 50 feet I believe yeah so it's um it's not very I mean it's in terms of size it is 
larger, it takes up more space, probably has maybe close to the same amount of inhabitants, um, very sparsely populated, mostly wooded area, um, okay. nothing crazy, um, bigger in size than it takes up, but probably the same footprint uh, people-wise. Okay, gotcha. And for for Shanks, the, the guards are few and far between. Looks like, you know, your little sister could probably take care of them. Um, <laughs> they, they feel like... It feels like they are more trained and better equipped to handle some sort of danger, but, I mean, like... You could probably beat them with, like, one arm tied behind your back. Still shooting Whoa. your bow. So, like, um, what what type of uh, what, what type of weapon do they have, and what type of armor? Um, basic leather armor, um, and uh, you got the two archers who have longbows, and then the rest of them, I believe, have spears. All right, cool beans. Uh, yes, the guards standing. Uh, the guards have uh. uh like chain shirts on and holding shields um and they, they look kind of ratty but the um the archers are in basic leather armor with longbows nothing spectacular uh Weakwa says to them um is there anything we can do while we're here to help you well you have brought my wine and the the town will be very thankful. Yes, uh, but I mean, while we uh, stay and we uh, possibly sleep the night, is there anything we can do? Well, we were, we, were, we were discussing uh, possibly getting rid of that tree and any other inhabitants of the winery and recovering what little bit of the winery and the wine uh, mm. is left. Well, I just meant something small, like, like uh, anything like food, um, water, Things of that nature. Well, you you will have to uh, chop wood for your fire in the house. Um, if you have food, uh, it would be preferable for you to provide. We we can uh, in the morning. I mean, it is rather late. It, it's like midnight, one o'clock at this oh, point. Oh right, you guys have yeah, I we got yeah, we got uh, there super late. Uh, in when when the sun does kind of come up. Uh, we can see about getting food together if you are uh, truly in need. Um, I, uh, the best thing would be to cause as little trouble as possible. Uh, you can stay here the evening. What is the what? Are, what are the quests that you are on? Would, would you say another word for trouble is collateral damage? He gives you a strange look and well, potentially. Uh, all right, cool. And like you see, we are really nervous because he's putting things together. Um, where's Except. your bar? He looks at you, Kyber, and just sort of narrows his eyes. And then turns back to Zex. So, your quest. <laughs> um, we had some quests to retrieve some items from various locations around your uh, your land. But as we are foreigners, we are not familiar with this land. 
and the details of uh, these items and the places surrounding them were kind of vague. So we just wanted to maybe get a little bit of insight and uh, a little bit more uh, information before heading out to uh, go retrieve the items for our uh, benefactor. I see. Well, I, I do. Uh, we do not he we here do not uh how how do i put this we we the people of Krezik, uh, we tend to not really ever leave the walls of this village the landscape i mean i assume it is mountainous i have i have not left this the, the walls of this village in my life that's interesting. Of, uh, uh, why is that? Oh, you know, uh, packs of wolves, uh, dire wolves, uh, werewolves. Werewolves. Um, yes. We, ran, we we did run across a wolf at some point, but not uh, werewolves. Um, is there anything else that we should be aware of as we're you know traveling through and you know procuring items? Oh. Also, would would it be okay if we went inside, or are we gonna stay outside for the remainder of this conversation? Oh, if, I guess if you need to, I would just wanted to to ascertain what it was that you were here for before oh. we proceeded. Then. No worries, not no not worries. I must I must protect my village. I, I mean, no disrespect to you, but no, I absolutely, not, I, I do not know you. And I do not like him, and he points to Kyber. Oi, no disrespect. I, Where's your bar? Uh, I absolutely, absolutely um, understand. And uh, don't don't mind him. He's a little uh, fidgety, as he always is. You see, you see uh, we aqua have fangs and claws, and then they go away. Like, just nonchalantly. I, I do primal savagery. Slightly startled at this. But no one else saw it. Because <laughs> he's the only one looking straight at me. Mm -hmm. Alright. Um, uh, we, uh... To answer his question, he points over at Kyber again. Uh, we, uh... We do not have a bar. Alright, so why does one get his whistle right around here? Uh, I assume... Do you have a whistle? It is an expression, Blue. Oh. And then I do the fang thing again and I put it away. <laughs> okay. I'm just looking like this. Very strange, you people are. Uh, yeah, we're not your uh, typical group. No. This is, this is the, the truth. Uh, so... Uh, Really, we don't go outside. I, I cannot tell you about the outside uh, of the walls, as I have never been there. Uh, right. What, what I can tell you is... Uh, the, a little bit of the history, at least? Oh, I, I guess the, the, the town was uh, in, indeed uh, founded by my forefathers, uh, and mm -hmm. I only had one father, so you shut your mouth, blue one. Uh, 
Thanks, he means, fa- fangs he, again disappear. He, he he means well. He's just consider him new to you know uh, the outside world, if you will. I can understand. Uh, the Abbey. I figured you would. Uh, the Abbey was named after uh, the Abbey of Saint Markovia. Uh, was named after a priest uh, of the Morning Lord who took a stand against uh, stand against Strahd. Uh, uh, after a fierce uprising, Markovia and her most loyal followers stormed Castle Ravenloft. But uh, I, I fear that they were unsuccessful in their attempt. Uh, it was once a hospital uh, and a convent, but when those mists came, everything changed. We we do not go to the Abbey anymore. How long have you uh, had these mists before? Long before I was here. I see. I see. And you said uh, it's been a while since you've got you guys have traveled to the Abbey. How far from you guys is the Abbey? I've, I've never been to the Abbey. Uh, He's never left. Understandable. Uh, no, the Abbey, the Abbey is inside the town proper. Oh. Uh, it is up the switchback, I would say, about a mile from here. Mainly because you have to walk to the other side of town and then halfway back and then half... It's, you know, it, it's mountain, mountain road, so... No worries, we're very familiar with that. Uh, are there any other questions? Is this, uh, there's not not a whole lot. We are very simple people here. We we get our wine once a, uh, once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, if any of you do follow the Morning Lord, uh, there's a, a pool to the north. Uh, it's a shrine to the Morning Lord, the shrine of the White Sun. Uh, but uh, if you are looking for information, you may ask the abbot. He is from the outside, but I do not trust him. And why is that? Well, he came here over a hundred years ago, and they say he has not aged a day. No, he's got, he has to at least age a hundred years. No, uh, he has not aged a day. You'd be surprised um, with uh, how this group deals with time. It it shouldn't worry us too too much. So, Shanks goes over to um, the Burgermeister and asks him. You know, it, it's very late, kind of, so we don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, could you kindly point me in the direction of our lodging? Oh, yes. Uh, if you go, and you guys see, are right at the front front gate. If you go down, uh, I'd say until you come to the small square, uh, you take the immediate left, uh, the, so your sharpest left, and you follow and you take the first house on the left row. Right there, yes. Right down over there. Uh, it is empty. It should fit all of you. It is. It is a very modest place. We we do not have a lot. So if you need warmth, I would suggest uh, there should be. I, you know, should um, be for you to as burn. soon as as soon as he says warmth, I put my hand out and I I do a produced flame and I just hold the flame in my hand. 
I think we'll be okay. And I snuff it out. You seem very handy. Uh, no, I'm is... very fiery. Yes, that too. This is where uh, you go if you want. <laughs> like I said, we're um, a very eclectic group of adventurers. You, did, you didn't react really strongly to magic. Are you familiar with magic? Uh, I'm familiar with it. I am not very comfortable with it, but I can... I can be around it. I understand. Just to let you know that we are good people, and I promise I will not use my magic for anything other than good. I hope that you can live up to this promise. And I bow. Sort of nods his head. This is... You you may go. Um, I uh, and literally the first house that you see. Uh, you're basically standing in front of his house. Yes, I I will be here in the morning if you have questions. Um, where might we? Uh, oh, where where, where, where we, uh, Sorry, the, just where the, might the we Abby's. acquire food in the morning? I got food, guys. Okay, never mind them. No, I, I, I mean, I'm saying that to you out, out of game, but you can, he well, can still Well, I was doing it more, more, for, more for information. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, so, before, go before we leave and, and head over to the house, I look over to the Burgermeister. I ask him, <clears throat> do, you, do you have a, a, a blacksmith here? Uh, to an extent, we do our own work. This is It's very piecemeal here. We... We trade. No one is a a skilled craftsman. It is more of uh, more for utility than anything else. Okay. We do not have. I mean, we barely have armor for our guards. Well, we do not have very many weapons uh, enough to arm the village if we need to. But uh, I mean, if it is repairs. Uh, Potentially, you you can come by, and I I can find someone to do the work for you. But uh, we do not have shops. We we do not have taverns or inns. Uh, we rarely have visitors. Uh, do you um do you have uh, any idea of other bigger towns than you guys that would have those kind of services if need be? If you go back east. Uh, over by uh, the lake, uh, it the name escapes me. It is. Oh, where are you? Well, when he said you guys didn't have much, I I go in my bag and I give him fifty feet of uh, rope and a few torches and my extra scimitar. I say it's not much, but maybe you guys can use this. Uh, it is over by Lake Zarovich. That is okay. Uh, however, uh, I appreciate Blue One your help, uh, but we will we will do what we have been doing for many hundreds of years, and we will survive. I thank you. I respect that. As long as you know how to live, you always will survive sage words from the blue one uh, but I, I would like to sleep as well so I will see you in the morning Shanks tells him thank you and 
begins walking to the lodge. Have yeah. a good night. Same. I'm gonna go look for a tree. <laughs> Got down for some firewood. No, I don't think you have to cut a tree. Did Did he say that there were already blocks of wood that we could cut, or we have to actually do it from scratch and down a tree in the middle of the night? <laughs> Uh, when you get to the house, you do see that there is some firewood still stacked, but probably enough for this evening. If you were staying any longer than that, you get the uh, get get the strong suspicion that you probably would have to fell a tree. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't suspect we're I don't I don't suspect we're staying here more than a night. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to get get up out of here, but we have Oi. to get a game plan going as Oi. to where we're gonna go next. So, out of game for a second, what were the, like, main headline points of what we learned from that stride book? Um, give me one second. We have a stride book? Yeah, the gnome Strahd, the first artifact that you guys found. The one that you found, the one that you guys, uh, tried to melt the gold statue down after you got it. Oh. It's a good day. It's a good day. It was a good plan. It was a good plan. Um, where is the book? Have Have we eaten today okay. as a group? Uh, we ate last breakfast. when we we ate breakfast when we left. Yeah. So, are we hungry at this moment? Starving. Okay, so I create uh, food and water enough for everybody. Um. So this basically once we get tells- inside. This basically tells about the story of, of Strahd and how he came to be, um, essentially. All right, like, how were, there any, how, how, like, were there any, like, bullet points that stood out as far as ways that, um, you know, we found so, out be that we might be able to I'll, use against him? I'll read the ending of it because I think that's pretty pro- uh, poignant. Uh, Strahd believes that the key to his escaping Barovia lies in the finding someone worthy to rule in his stead. But his arrogance is so indomitable that no one is ever good enough in his eyes. He believes in his cold heart that only Von Zarovich, as a great as he or his father, could sway the dark powers to release him. Yep. What were our options as far as continuing with the uh, uh, tarot card reading that was given to us as far as directions we could go? Let me try to find those notes for you. And while that's being said, is there anybody that's interested in talking to this crazy ass hundred year old abbot? I'm with it. We are cold. Well, Nine hundred years. I'm sorry. He's been in Barovia for hundred years. I got it. Non-aging abbot. Oh, we're talking about the abbot. Yeah, I had every intention of going to the anyone other to than the abbot. No, no, I'm going. I'm going. Did you say that? I'm going to send Galahad. Do that. <laughs> Still out of character. I'm down. Yeah, we'll let up, Galahad Shanks. do it. Hold up, Shanks. Did you say that out loud? <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, it, it depends. Like, if you like start walking towards it, then maybe Shanks could be like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, right. Tommy, D- DM question. I'm assuming this big building in the back is the Abbey. Yes, it is. Okay. The Abbey of Saint Markovia. Cool. 
That'd be normal. Um, um, and in game, and in-game. Galahad would know who the Morning Lord is from your studies of religion. All right, um, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I was like, cool. I can, so I can look that up. And yes, I would say that you are pretty proficient. I'm gonna say pretty much any of like the major pantheons you have learned about extensively in the 50 years that you are there. <laughs> and and to be fair, also you do have a proficiency with religion. So if you weren't entirely sure, I'd say you also have like. You have, I think you gained a proficiency, and I'd say I would probably give you an advantage if you were looking for a check. So I'm just going to say straight out, you probably do know something about the Morning Lord. Okay. Um, um, In-game, Shanks, Shanks was over at Atros and uh, looks for like some type of room or some type of space um, that we might be able to set up a shop if he wants so aren't we in a near the house right now? Do we? Is there like a space? No, we're in the house. No. Yeah, you guys are lodge, in, right? You guys are in the house right now. Okay. Um, there seems to be mainly like one room. Uh, it's not a very. It seems these people don't have the the need to have multiple rooms as more. It's probably easier to keep a small house like this warm with one bigger room. Right. I'm just looking for mainly an area if he needs to start up, uh, set up, uh, set up shop and start tinkering. Yeah, stuff. the one of the corners are like dead center, and we'll yeah, also you guys can, the that's fine. Yeah, you guys can do it. Set yeah, it up like, however you like. Uh, I, so I I'll created. Set up, I'll set up my outfit. All right. So you do that. Yeah. What are you guys looking to do? Um, hold on. I'm gonna give these guys the notes of the uh, the tower cards again. I'm sending it to the group chat. I just have to find them because when I deleted my character off the app, I deleted my notes off the app as well. Uh, that's on the Discord. Yeah, it's all I, I, Yeah, I got it. I, I'm bringing it over. Um, I want Franchise to come out and go out, fly around, and get the lay of the land. Okay. You were able to do that. Um... I'll send Duo out with him. You guys both send out your your uh, sentinels, essentially. And uh, they do a flyover, and they both come back to you, each prospectively, um, and give you the information, uh, basically, of this overview of the, the map that you're looking at now on Roll20 is essentially what they give you. I also ask Duo as a to, check, to check to make sure if that tree is not there. Yeah, I was going to do that, too, yeah. All right, okay. both are happy to report that there is no giant tree thing coming at uh, coming at the town. Awesome. Um, I start going over the information. I pull everybody uh, like to the middle of the room, let's say, and I start uh, going over the tower cards. And I say, three of swords, go to the mountains, climb the white tower guarded by golden knights. That one we, we did. did that. Now we have four more left. One of stars go to a place of dizzying heights where the stone itself is alive. Tommy, we also do have a map, right? We have our own personal map of Barovia. Yeah, you do. Okay. Okay. So uh, I say I say the second one, uh, third one, four of stars. I see a fallen house guarded by a great stone dragon. Look to the highest peak. Card four, Seer. Look for a dusk elf living amongst the Vistani. He has suffered a great loss and is haunted by dark dreams. 
help him, and he would help you in return. Five, executioner. I see a dark figure on a balcony, looking down on his tortured land with a twisted smile. Five, I can already tell you guys, is probably going to be Strahd. Um, honestly, um, perhaps the Vistani camp might be our best bet, but we don't know exactly where they are and which Vistani camp, as we know that there are uh, a few groups of them. Um, I'll keep it on the level with you guys. When I spoke to the journeyman, uh, the prior journey, journeyman, he did not seem confident in sending us to any of the next spaces just yet. Um, but after everything we just went through, I would say that we're at least ready to try. So to four, I would say are our best bets right now. I don't know how you guys feel about fighting dragons just yet, but uh, I would say two and four personally. On the dragon note, Shanks looks over to Atros and goes, what do you know about making bombs? Lafanetta. I use magical for another tinkering to uh, cast words into the air. I fire cannons, don't I? That's what I wanted to hear. Well, he showed it. That's what I wanted to see. That's what we aqua said to you in game, by the way. <laughs> and Shanks corrected himself in game. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Okay, so apparently uh, Zex is Zex gets up and goes to take a piss real quick. Uh, you guys can be talking. <laughs> um, Tommy, for the for the sake of brevity, uh, let's just say uh, Shanks and Atros uh, can. Make, are we able to make any arrows in this environment? Or you say that, but that? as you are thinking, Atros takes his material rod and transforms it into a table. To fill the five foot space, having off the top of it little posts, and then using magical tinkering to cast like little lamps to kind of cast light onto the table so that we can work. And awesome. pulls out his little bag of tools and rolls that are on the table and looks over to um, Shanks then had, hands uh, three acid arrows to Kyber and Argyle. So each of them can add the acid arrows into their. Um, they're the only ones with bows, right? Yeah, three each. Uh, I look over at the two of them at the workbench, uh, asking if uh, if they could make um, any sorts of javelins. Well, my question is, do you guys have the raw materials to make the arrows? That is the question. That's what I was asking if if we still had, if there was any you guys were uh, holding using... us back. I have woodworking using... tools, and we can use the We were in the back. shop. So they had yeah, raw material in the, the shop. shop. Ah. Yes, you guys were using the shop before, so. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. What type um, of can tools I give, do I need? If he had, uh, if he had some of the uh, flasks or glass components, um, and he had uh, some raw arrows, would he be able to do it? I have the 
glass bottles that I took from the winery. And so like I repurpose other arrows? Yeah, and repurpose other arrows for it. Would like melt them, melt them down? Um, yeah. Okay, repurpose so... Repurpose the glass I'd, as well I'd, as... Um, I'd say Atris is proficient enough. He He's built the yeah. molds. Yeah, we may not be able to... Yeah, we may not be able to make many, but... Okay, but, so know. I'm looking at the woodcarver's tools that I'm proficient in. It says craft arrows. As part of a short rest, you can craft up to five arrows. As part of a long rest, you can craft up to 20. You must have enough wood on hand to produce them. And I would say we have wood outside on the logs, right? But we'd be sacrificing exactly. the fire logs. But I also have significant amount of re regular arrows. So repurposing them, you know, uh, modulating them where they have the, the wild component shouldn't be too hard to do. Okay, so I would say um, Atros, just give me an intelligence check uh, with advantage because you have altered these types. You have altered the design of the arrow to make new ones. So you kind of already have that vision in mind and you've used the arrows before. So, Are they, yeah. They're, yeah, they're doing this right in front of me like and taking their time, right? In front of everybody, so yeah. You guide can, you can guide them if you want, yes. Okay. I'm sure. Bless up, young one. Old one. So what is that, 1d4? Uh, yeah. Unless you want to roll it. Yeah, one. D, yeah, you can roll the 1d4. And, and an inspiration die because I winked at you. No, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, when, when you get that bard level, it's going to be a wrap. Oh, right. I got 13. Oh wait, oh, that's proficiency too, right? Yeah. Wood yeah. So, so. so I have, with advantage. Yeah, I got really bad okay. ones. No, sorry, I just, I was just saying. <laughs> so that's uh, sixteen. It was a low DC. Um, you absolutely are able to alter them. We'll go with the the same rules as the wood carvers one. Uh, the for crafting arrows, so you could do five in the amount of time for a short rest. So you can alter five of them with vials and uh, proper arrows. Uh, I look um, over at Tiny and I ask, uh, would he like to go chop wood with me just in case we need it for tomorrow? And if we don't need it, we can give it to someone else who might need it after us. Sure. Cool. All right. Uh, just, just for shits and giggles, uh, Galahad and Weaqua uh, roll me strength checks. All right. I shall guide in, him. Individual, individually or, or with advantage if they do it together? Individually. I, I'll give you advantage. You can add a d4 to you. Okay, cool. And it's, I have to use my strength. Wait, score. so I have advantage and I'm adding the, the thing or just regular straight roll with the d4? Advantage with the d4. It's okay, cool, cool. Not a huge thing here. Uh, 17 the first time. What's my strength? Let's see. All right, that's 17 plus my strength uh, is plus four, so that's uh, 21. Yeah. I rolled a 16. Uh, 25. 25. Whoa. Snap. Um, there is a, a, a log uh, that, that of a felled tree that's, that's pretty much right outside the, uh, the house. Uh, you and uh, Galahad and, and Weaqua make very short work of that. You guys have plenty of wood. It takes you about the same... Uh, you walk out as uh, Atros and uh, Shanks start to get work on the arrows and you guys make it back in 
right around the time that they're finishing up with uh, uh Uyakwa took his shirt off because it was hot outside and he's like wiping his head and um his <laughs> oh my god dude i was <laughs> so going to do that i was gonna go awesome. chop wood with the shirt off dude that's that's amazing that's awesome are we are we doing the the civil war like uh what well, seems like he are, fucking do you guys want do you guys yeah. want to have a a conversation or you guys oh you no guys no, no are I'm you guys good, chopping in silence good. It was just oh, body quick, language. Quick, quick chop. Just... Uh, out, of, um, out of game, out of game question. Um, uh, uh, Tone. What's up? The javelins that you had, you should still have because you used them on Weaqua in the virtual situation. Yeah, no, I only used uh, t- two, I believe. I used two um, when we were in the uh, winery because I overkilled one of those things. Oh, but did you gather them after? No, they. I think I don't know. I, I only have. I think I only have three, according to my inventory. No, no, but but just like the arrows, like I can recollect my arrows. You should be able to do the same with your javelin. But I don't think he did, though. I don't think I did. Well, I mean, he might have not known that. Well, I guess it, it's up to it's up to well, DM for, how he wants for, to work. for the for the future. We can for future, that. or um, or if he lets you recollect. Yeah, if you, if you want to collect things after the battle, just go let me know, and I'll tell you how many you grabbed. All right, cool. I, uh, while everyone, like, when, uh, Atros and Shanks start making their stuff, and then, um, uh, Tiny and Weakwa go outside, I'm gonna pull, uh, Glad over to the side. Alright. Um, everyone, uh, got a lot of, uh, heavy information, it seems. How are you holding up? We need to get rid of Strahd. That's, that's oh, not Galahad. To glad, to glad, Larry. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said that. You said that. Out no, no, sorry. <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> no, I was pulling uh, Larissa aside. That's my a bad. whole edit. <laughs> Galahad's like, well, fuck you too, then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny, you're with me right now. No, I don't know. I, I thought right. we. It, it doesn't matter. Just talk to. While Larissa. while everyone's doing their thing, I separately pulled uh, Gal uh, Galadorio. And scene. Go. Action. Everyone seems to have gotten uh, pretty heavy information uh, from the journeyman. I just wanted to check in and see uh, how you were doing and how you were holding up. I'm holding up all right. Uh, Just putting the pieces together and realizing that we might all be more connected than we think. I got that impression. Um... A little bit from the journeyman, a little bit from uh, the constable, and a little bit now from Argo in the letter. Um, who's Oberyn, and what does he have to do with you? You know I have to appear before the Sealy Court um, the night of the receding moon. I, I did not... I didn't know that, but um, Argo, in his letter to me, he gave me a cipher that read out Oberon, uh, King of the Sealy Court. Hmm. He somehow is connected to my forgotten past. I wonder... Go ahead. I'm wondering if I go to the Sealy Court, 
would you accompany me? And when, do you think this band of merry men would accompany us? Just to find answers. It seems like if we don't go from the information I got, there'll be dire consequences. And I don't know that going alone is the smartest idea given our surroundings. I cannot with all certainty say that the entire group will go. It seems that we might be pulled in different directions depending on the information that we've received. But I will say if the needs fit for everyone, um, at least most of the party, I'm sure we can uh, figure out a way for all of us to go um, in time. But I was definitely glad to know that you're heading there anyways because I don't know how I was going to get there but I just knew that I needed answers and I suppose that I was going to get a trip to the Feywild at some point right uh, I need those very same answers and perhaps yeah. be convincing to the party um, is um, they seem to trust you and or at least follow you and they trust me. You see, you see, I give like a very, yeah, about that. Like kind of like look this like, mm, yeah, sure. Um, I'll see what happens in the, in the weeks to follow. Um, still trying to work through some things, but um, I'd, I'd like to think that um, I'm the right fit. Still, uh, n never mind. Yeah, we'll we'll go. I I'll go with you. Um, and I'll I'll figure out a way, hopefully to if not get all of them to get at least the ones who, uh, have some level of, you know, stake in this to go with us when we do go. There is a stake. Wow. Look what it says. Failure to appear will result in dire consequences for not only the recipient of this summons, but the realm at large. Who? Ha. Oh, that. Yeah. So I wasn't aware of. Uh, okay. Well, well, you have you told the party about this? I've read it many times. They don't pay attention, I guess. Well. I'm just hearing about this. I don't know if you were aware. I've, I've, I was a little bit uh, <sighs> under the weather. Is a good way to put it. After we got back from the constable. Right. I imagine so. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to them um, soon. Uh, let's let's try to get this shot. Uh, business sort at least get a good game plan going before we you know do anything else because uh, not for nothing we gotta prioritize and get this done we still have those tarot cards to figure out so let's do it yeah before the next receding room really quickly do you who I don't have much information on Oberon do you know who he is have you like met him? Have you do you know If I'm not mistaken, he's the king of the Fae of some sort or 
my deity or it's it's hazy now I'm, I'm starting to forget but I think he has to do with my lineage your lineage and uh, my okay uh, glad roll a religion check for me oh okay Seventeen plus seventeen plus one. That's eighteen. Okay, so in your studies of especially elven deities, uh, which you're very uh, very fluent in, um, King Oberyn isn't a god. He's a lesser uh, creature known as an archfey who is still very, very powerful, but not on the level of, say, the deity that you had a pretty much a face-to-face with the other day. Okay. Um, but uh, King over the, the Archfey rule, uh, rule over realms uh, or areas in uh, or different courts, essentially, in the Feywild and Feyrun. All right. I relay that information to him. Um, just recalling it as I go back into the files of my memory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And clarify that for him. Let's see. Archfey. Um, so you think he has to do with your lineage. You're descended from him? I can't be sure. Um, but I... I'm. I assume I'll find out when we get there. I don't know if he is part of my lineage directly, or if he has something to do with knowledge of my lineage. But I'm sure we'll find answers. Okay. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, we'll talk to the parties shortly after in the weeks to come. Uh, just keep me posted on the date and remind me. But um, let's try to figure out the uh, next course of action for these guys. You bet. In the meantime. Good talk, bro. <laughs> she just punches yeah. you on the shoulder as you walk away. <laughs> I, I, la- I, I kind of laugh to myself because as far as I know, I don't have siblings. And I'm just like... <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right. Um, I walk back over to the table, and I ask uh, the group if they have a decision on either seeking out the Fistani or seeking out the uh, the stone uh, creature or what have you. Stone creature. I look and I nod and I also agree with We Aqua by saying yes with the magic words. But which, this, one uh, which one's the stone creature? Which card? Uh, what did I just say? It was, I think... Four of Stars. Great Stone yeah. Dragon. No, no, not a Stone oh. Dragon. Uh, um. The One of Stars. Go to a place in Dizzying Heights where the stone itself is alive. Can I look to Shanks and ask him a question? 
Go for it. Um, so I'm going to pull out my bag of ball bearings. All 995 of them. Pull them <laughs> right on the table. And ball bearings being empty as they are in the middle, I'm going to ask Shanks if he can create some kind of acid thing to almost fill into the center of these. So we can use them as like makeshift sling bullets or whatever the case may be. Oh, I like as that. I hear that, I, I take out my love five, you. I take out my Shanks. 500 ball bearings and I put them on the table. <laughs> I immediately Shanks, Shanks eyes get um, Very good. Atros, what can you do with this? And I put a bag of cow chops. I have nine bags of cow chops left, if I'm not mistaken. What are you going to say, Hutch? No, I was just saying, like, Shanks' eyes light up and he immediately runs over to his alchemist set to start brewing ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. So as he does this, and Zex pulls out the bag of cow chops, I'm going to then raise the ante by pulling out the two iron straps I took from the winery. And uh, I'm going to ask... We Aqua, if you can pull out his things, I can sketch up on and show everyone the plans I have. I want to take the cow traps and see if we can somehow fashion it to the iron straps so we can use them as like the spike strips. Yep. Uh, we Aqua. Fucking. Complies. Fucking go. Well, uh, so as that's all happening, I just wanted to ask uh, DM. When the two birds went out, uh, did they see any people strolling around or any creatures moving around or anything like that? Um, oh, yeah. Was the town busy at all? Or, like, everyone's just calling at night? It was pretty much deserted. There was some movement behind some of the houses, but nothing notable. Okay, cool. Um, can I send... Yeah, I'm going to send out Duo again to where the um, the abbot would be and just do it once over to see like if there's any activity coming from that area. Sure. It's a, it's a, you said it's a mile, right? Yeah, it's not that far. It's not that far from him? All right, yeah, I send well, them. It, I, it's a mile because you have to go up a switchback, so you're traveling like th- three times oh right 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 okay okay so yeah all right i'll i'll send him and i just uh i just want him to kind of do like a quick recon see if like he sees anything weird out of out of the ordinary something out of place um and i give him a very clear image of the tower that we almost died at and i say if you see shit like that you run like hell or you fly like hell back to me sex and just she he bolts um, franchise goes with him. Okay, franchise goes with him. Sounds yeah, good. and I'll hold on to Tiny, like his, his armor near his chest area, and I, I I do the thing where I close my eyes and I become the eyes of the bird. Yep. Um, as you, uh, as Actually, you fly... I, as... Uh, hold on. Do I have B-Sense right now? Because I would have tried to use... Nope, never mind. <laughs> no, I don't think you have B-Sense. Um... Uh, franchise as he flies alongside Duo and you'll get this as soon as, as Duo comes back uh, mm-hmm. Zex um, but there seems to be a little bit of movement um, around the, the back end of the abbey um, it looks like a church it looks pretty run down mm-hmm. um, but I mean that seems to be two main buildings and a large courtyard in between 
and there's a, a wall surrounding it on pretty much all sides. Okay. okay. What's the movement? Um, from what you can tell, it looks like guards. Well, well equipped. Not from the looks of it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so you're definitely uh, well. Ball bearings or what? Let's see. Say one yeah. one batch of acid could do something with. Um, all right. My question is, how you're getting the acid inside of the ball bearings? Are ball bearings hollow? Yeah, they have the little hole in the center. They're like washers, basically. Do they? Oh, Do I think I think so. Well, I they have the ball are just balls. Well, they have the hole in the center, yeah, but like it's a solid ball all the way around, correct? No, so it's it looks more like a a ring with little slots for the balls to sit in. So it's more like a washer, like a thick yeah, washer. Think yeah. Uh, well, I think in this context, they are the actual steel balls in the ball bearings. Yeah. It's not because big. I don't think they have those things yet. Um, I'm going to actually pull up an image for. What's our, what's the date? Like, what's the time? This is like technically medieval type. Yeah, I don't think they have the. Mm, the thing yeah, that you're yeah, so just the actual balls. Of they are yeah, actual like steel marbles. Yeah. So, yeah, so. Tommy, yeah. All right, Tommy, quick question. Yes. Um, who had the melting spell? Um, whoever can heat metal. Okay, so I think I'm some of the, serious, right? the clerics do. Yeah. Or right. at least so serious and the serious and Weakwa should have it. Is there any way? And I, I'm just I'm spitballing it. Like, is there any way where we could keep a cool outside while they cast some kind of heat metal inside? therefore allowing the center of the ball bearing potentially to drain out if punctured, maybe by the material rod or something like that. The Hail Mary pass. I'm going to be straight up with you. I don't have heat metal prepared today, but maybe he does. Doc? Check your spell list. Also, Larice, check your spell list. Yeah, I'm about to say I don't have heat metal. Okay. Yeah. Wait. So who melted the? Who melted? I did, the, uh, but I get to yeah, pick but, different spells a day. Oh, you uh, rotated yeah. out. Uh, yeah, no. I try to use the most useful spells that I think are going to be <laughs> for that day. So like tomorrow, um, I could do it. We're, right. also, with, the cow chop, with the cow chop whip chain thing that you were going with, would right that back. be a? Would that also be a heat metal thing, or were you trying to? Fashion but imagine we can just puncture holes into it, right? And then just slide the caltrops in to make it almost like a spike strip. I have two iron straps, so I can lay them in between with the caltrops poking through one and end and somehow fashioning it together so they clamp together and become a spike strip. How are you poking through the metal? With uh, the material. No, that's right. I have, do have smith tools, though. So. I was going to say, if you have smith tools, you should have a, like a mini forge. Right. 
So you should oh, be able to hammer hit little chisel things and do yes. all that stuff. Nothing. It's nothing crazy. Like you don't have a full blacksmith shop, but you do have. Right. You you could potentially heat, like if you could figure out a way to make, um. Like if you, I would say if you wanted to do the ball bearings thing, I would say you'd have to build a mold. For the ball bearing that has um, some sort of like middle to it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like a hollow center. And then if you wanted to put liquid metal over the top of it to sort of seal it, then I would say you'd be able to do that. But you'd have to like make casts of it. You'd have to design it, that sort of deal. So, okay. The things that you want to do are absolutely doable, but we have to think about overnight. It's not an overnight job. Right. So in that case, I have a flask of oil. I have the poisoned bottle of wine from the winery. Okay. And I have the ball bearings, the actual balls. If, say, I wanted to combine some of those with using Shanks's help to make a Molotov cocktail that had the ball bearings to explode like a bomb and have shrapnel, would that be Ooh. doable? It's a one-time use, obviously. Put them, put them into a flask of some sort, or so, some sort. No, of I have the bottle, so. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what do you want to do? We're gonna use the bottle of wine. Okay. With the oil from the oil flask and whatever alchemy that Shanks has, and because it's already wine, you can use it as like a Molotov cocktail, um, and fill it up with the ball bearings to make it explode like shrapnel. Yeah. So I got a medieval uh, fragmentation grenade. Yes. Yep. Just only one use, obviously. As like a last-ditch effort. Or one-time use bomb. Yeah, you, you could do that. I don't think that would even take a roll. It's really just... If you have an empty bottle, yeah, you could definitely do something like that. The oil... How, and many, the how, many, and how, many, how many empty bottles did we grab? I only have one and it's full. But I can dump out half of it and mix it with the oil. And I have two and one with the um, uh, actual wine, poison wine in. Yeah. Um, all right, so you have two empty bottles, Shanks? So we have three. We can make three bombs, essentially. Cool. All right, that works. Keep keep the keep the poison wine. We might need that for later. I can always purify it if, I, if we need something to drink. No, 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 no. I mean, that's fine. We need it as poison. Yeah, I want to keep it as poison. So, all right. So, let's do three of those fun bombs, and then we can do um, something with the cow chops a little bit later. I'll leave a bag of cow chops. Each bag of cow chops has twenty cow chops in them. So, I'll leave a bag with uh, with atros. Okay. All right. I'd say for those bombs that you're gonna make, you probably throw, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 ball bearings, them not being super big. Maybe a little bit more if you wanna be a little bit uh, adventurous. <laughs> um, but like for the three of them, I'd say 20 ball bearings per. So, um, 60. If you wanna. Yeah, so 60 out of what you have. Um, and 
Instead of be uh uh D six of fire damage and a D six of um piercing damage from the shrapnel. Nice. Right. They have three of those. Oh, also, um, uh, Joe and Sebastian, uh, those arrows are D8 acid with a plus one sharpness. So you add plus one to the damage, and then you did a D8 of acid damage. So. Wait, what, what was that again? Hold on. The yeah, acid arrows. Acid. Yeah. Three acid arrows, one D eight of damage each, with uh, one uh, plus one to sharpness damage. So that's all. That's all added on top of your normal, your normal attack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn. At this time, after rummaging to my rummaging to my bag and all that stuff, would I notice the compass of the trailblazer? You, maybe? you would have noticed the compass with a small note attached to it, um, written in. Kiori, or I believe it's Kiori. Kori, yeah. It, yeah, Kori. Written in Kori uh, that literally just says might be useful. JM. I mean, I can't read Kori. Would I be able to? But that's not one of my languages. So oh, that's I, not, oh, that's not one of your languages. I have a vessel, Orin, in common. Orin. I think I think Orin might have been the one you. Orin was the one I was looking for. Bird language. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, that's Orin. Yes. Yes, Orin. I get him confused. Quarry uh, so, Cor- was the shifter. That's uh, why I was okay. so confused. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. She would have known that. It, uh, too many friggin' languages. Yeah. It's written, <laughs> it's written in uh, Orin. Okay. So can I? So you looked at the paper, out. you didn't get it, and now it makes perfect sense. Yes. Like you just you just did a quick like, oh, okay. Haven't read Orin in a while. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a little. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So can I read the note? Yeah. Or... The says... the note literally the note literally just says, thought this would be useful with a JM next to it. Okay. So can I identify what the the compass thing does in game uh do you have identify i do casting it as a ritual yes that takes 10 minutes 11 i'll let yeah plus the 10 yeah yeah so you sit there for about 11 minutes and you do uh come up with it and you can read the description out it's it's right in your uh right in your right while he's doing that 10 minute, I want to grab Kyver and tell him to come outside with me. Okay. You want me to read the description first, or you want to just... Do yeah, read the, de- read the description yeah. first, and then, then we'll go and okay. go Kyver. Compass of the Trailblazer. A genius concoction of clockwork and illusion magic. These devices show a small illusory map of the area surrounding its current location. While traveling and using the Compass of the Trailblazer, you have advantage on any wisdom survival checks to navigate areas in the wilderness. Additionally, you can effectively use the compass of the trailblazer to look at a basic holographic-like map surrounding area. 
within a five mile radius of your current location. It encompasses the trailblazer can have up to three different colored beacons set at any location that also appears on the holographic like map. If not within the five mile radius of the map, the beacon generally instead appears at the map's edge in the general direction of where its set location is within the world. When traveling to one of these beacons, the strain and cost of travel are halved. Boom. Digital GPS. Oh, magical GPS. It's, it's indeed. Just out of curiosity, would I be able to see terrain, like um, mountains and stuff, based on this? Or is it just kind of a flat image? No, it's like of? a 3D topographical map. Oh, kind of like the holodecks that Iron Man can do with the image. Yeah, uh, it's magically induced, but you can pretty much see all of Barovia because it's the the, the Valley of Barovia is about as big as the map size, so you can literally see everything. Sounds good. Alright, so Kyver and Weakwa, <laughs> you head out. No, I will ask him if he wants to come out with it. What do you say, Kyver? I just nod my head. Um, once we get outside, I, I say, uh, let's do a training drill. Uh, you're supposed to be sneaky and take things or get or hide and attack things without it being able to know you're there. And I put a blindfold on and I say, try to hit me without me knowing. All right. And I want to spend like 30 minutes doing like drills like that. Um, okay. So, uh, roll me a perception check, Weakwa. My perception is pretty great. Uh, what is it? Oh, it's a plus six. Uh, so, 21. All right, Kyra, what are you doing? Um, I try to hit him. Try to hit him? Uh, roll me for stealth. Um, stealth is going to come out to 23. 23. Alright, uh, I would say uh, roll the hit with advantage. And add your sneak attack, sir. What in the cranky fuck is going on? <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm going to see what happens. So roll with advantage. I'm using my hand. Hold on. Okay. So I'm straight. Oh wait, I'm rolling a D twenty. Okay. Um, five. Five damage. Yeah. And uh, wait, did you roll to hit already? Yeah, yeah he hit. Oh, okay. All right, take the five damage. I, uh, I go, <clears throat> okay, do it again. I'm going to roll a stealth again. Yep, and roll perception. Uh, we have one. Ugh. Seven. Seven. I rolled a fucking one. 
<laughs> 16. 16. Yeah. Well, if you put those two together, it becomes a seven, right? One and six, I guess. No? Uh, so right. this time around, I actually sneak off into the woods in the town. Oh, no. <laughs> we Aqua, you are sitting there waiting. You're like... And I go, Marco. Marco. Can I add, Tommy, that um, why he said when he said that I actually left a note on the floor that said Polo? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, yes, you can. That's awesome. So after probably like legitimately, probably after a minute of him not responding, I'd probably take the blindfold off. So he, he is nowhere yeah. to be found. <sighs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I turn into a panther, and I go after him. I go after his smell. I know exactly what he smells like. All right. Um, sure. Uh, oh, my God. These people have never seen a fucking panther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's nighttime. It's Whoa, nighttime. I just thought about that. <laughs> yeah, these people have never been outside. He got a fucking cat, and he got a panther just running around oh, town. We just left Miyako and Kyra to do their own bidding. <laughs> I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it alone. I don't Dude, even care. I, I'm you guys have no. Idea. We have no idea. This is so on brand. This is like <laughs> this is 100 what I would expect. We, we <sighs> left the two kids that cannot be unsupervised. Jesus. Unsupervised. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. This is great. This makes my life so much better. Like, yeah. if you want to smash cut to us later, you guys can do stuff and then come to us later. Yeah, does anybody, does anybody else have things that they want to do, or do we want to see, see the adventures of? Okay, <laughs> does everyone want to see this play out? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like that trepidation and, and <laughs> sense of little tiptoe spirit. Just say it is. It is two in the morning. I'm sure Galahad at this point has gone upstairs and started to, or upstairs or wherever the fuck he yeah, went. Yeah. Yeah, found a spot to lie down. <laughs> Found I a spot to lie down in that one room at that house. <laughs> I, I, I definitely found a spot to lie down by now myself. Yeah, you know, probably praying to Bahamut or something, trying to be like. <laughs> so, as a panther, I can move fifty feet around. So, like, if I do my full movement, it's a hundred feet. Just a note. Well, he is. Also, he's about a minute away. He's about ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's about at least. Oh, I would say eleven rounds. So, oh, so you're not even being stealthy. You're just a fucking panther moving. I'm, yeah, I'm all because he's gone. <laughs> fucking Christ! So he's... there's a, a real black panther running after <laughs> a rogue black panther to back <laughs> For Wakanda, right. this is for Wakanda. Please. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got black Wakanda, panther Wakanda, black panther. All right, cool. Umambe, right. Umambe. <laughs> so what I want to do? To yeah, try where to, are you going? Um, well, first it's like this. Um, I want to try to hide my tracks or whatever scent or anything that I can, uh, had that is on me. So what do I have to do with that? Um, roll me a. Actually, I have both of you roll survival checks for me. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sure the panther has a survivor survival. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a that's fantastic. I completely forgot about the survival. 
tired of uh, pissing yourself. You, you, you see, here's the thing. You would think that the panther has survival, but it has perception and stealth. Yeah. Um, so my, it would be it would be whatever the. It's mine. Uh, yeah, it's, it's my stat. Survival's wisdom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a plus three. That's fine. So I have a. Oh. Seventeen. Uh, I rolled a 17, 14 plus 3, 17. Exactly. There we go. We'll send them. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'll show you the die if you want. As far as you can tell, Kyber, you're doing a pretty good job covering your tracks. And Uyakwa, you're having... Once you get going, you have a tough time following them, but you are a, there are little traces that he did not get that you are able to key in on. Am I, can I tell if I'm gaining on him? Um, at this there. at this point, no. Okay. All right. Where so where going. are we on this map, um, Tommy? Um, I would say you guys are. This is where the house is. I want to say I ventured here in the trees. Oh, you probably made it past that, dude. Ten in rounds? A, in a full minute. Right. You, yeah. if, you're just, if you're just cruising? Because, I mean, technically, what's your speed right now? My speed is at 30. 30. And you're a... Uh, you're a rogue. Why is it doing that? That's not the music I want. But he, you were trying to keep your tracks from being seen, right? So you were going slightly slower than full pace. Yeah. Yes. That would be correct. Um, I mean, at that, I'd say you could at least go 60 feet around from where you are to there. Would maybe take like... 15, 18 seconds, somewhere in there, two or three rounds to get over to here. So, we at this point, for right here, we Aqua's still standing. But you, you tell me where you want to go. Where, where exactly are you looking to go? Actually, let's just sit right here. All right, what are, you, what are you doing over there? You're just hanging out in the tree? Um, I'm just trying to see if I can gauge what's inside the house. So, I want to uh, do like a stealth check to see if I could peek into the window nothing well he's about to find that out i was trying um, to do a you know a chest exercise with him fuck that shit now <laughs> um you don't have to do much you are a black panther uh rogue uh that is running stealthily through the night uh in a moonless sky starless sky so it's fucking dark um there's really no light in the village outside of like the torch light by the front entrances um, so you make it up there pretty easily with your dark vision you're able to look through it is a like small two room house uh, very meager they don't look like they're malnourished or anything um, but they do look like they lead a very simple life and they live off the land and uh, with the community like they don't seem to really have anything material that is valuable in any way shape or form at least monetarily are they asleep? Yes, they are asleep. Want to sneak in the house? 
Okay. Roll stealth. Um, roll stealth check. Did I catch up to him yet? Oh, uh, you're getting real close. Okay. I'd say I'm gonna set a timer actually, right now. Uh, everybody else, I'm really sorry about this. This is not how I thought this was going. <laughs> I rolled a sixteen. You let him go outside, car blanche, and you blindfolded yourself. <laughs> we aqua, we aqua did that. Gaetano wanted to do an exercise. <laughs> Everybody right. get ready so to, you're, to leave. Out. You're able to pretty much get in there pretty quick, pretty easily. No, no trouble. I'm just looking around for the bedroom. Um, Stealthily. Yeah, you uh, are able to find the... Uh, it's really just one big room. It's it's basically like twice the size of the house that you're in. It's pretty as like one big room with like a kitchen area or a cooking area and a place to eat and and do things and chores and stuff. And then the back bedroom is pretty much what it is. Uh, is the back end of the house. It's sort of separated into um, smaller areas, uh, sort of half walled off, uh, more like curtains and and that type of deal. Um, we Aqua, you do catch up at this point. Uh, you have been able to follow him. You see the open front door um, slightly ajar. He hasn't closed it all the way. Um, but you don't see him in front of you. You're, you're outside of the house. So what are you doing, Kyber? I'm just holding the hilt of my knife. Okay. Just staring at the room. Alright. Um... We Aqua, are you going in stealthy or are you just fucking going? Stealthy. Stealthy? Alright, roll a stealth check for me and I would like a perception check by Kyber. Uh, what was it? What was I wrong? Stealth, you said? Stealth. Um, uh, oh, it's actually not too bad. 18. 18? Okay. Yeah, using the Panther stealth. 18. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Man. Yo. You don't hear anything, but the hair on the back of your neck stands up, and you feel the presence of another predator, and you gather it's somewhere behind you. Maybe. Yeah. I come back to my senses, I turn around. And I slowly walk out the house. I'm staying hidden. I don't want him to see me. He sees you, but he ignores you. Exactly. Okay. And you stealth your way out of the house. Are you following close behind him, keeping an eye on him? We yeah. Opera? Yeah. Okay. Are you heading back towards with the rest of the party, Kyber? Yeah, I'm going to head back to the house. Okay. Is he, are you going slow or are you going fast? No, just walking slow. Taking it um, before, before I follow you, I actually go back inside stealthily and see, or I want to know if there was any disturbance or anything in there, like a change maybe, or smell of blood or, you know, that kind of thing. No, nothing that you can tell. Okay. Outside, of him, outside of him going into the house. As much as you can tell a panther can sigh, 
a big sigh from the panther, like a relief, just a relief. Like he just wrote, just, ah, oh, beautiful. And then comes out and follows you, but stays about like 20 feet behind you in the shadows. Like I'm staying out of your range. All right. So you make your way back. I just sit outside in front of the house that we're staying at, looking up at the sky. All right. Anything else that anybody wants to do? Um, once he, once I see he sits down, uh, I first I rub up against him as a panther, and then I sit, I turn back into Wiyako and I sit next to him. And I'm like, uh, do you want to talk about it, or do you just want to sit here? I'm just staring up with a menacing grin, a little twinkle in my eye. Yeah, tonight was a good night. Tonight was supposed to be a trust exercise between me and you. Just so that you know. And I go inside. And I just still looking up there and say, Polo. Marco. And I shut the door. <clears throat> All right. Anything else anybody wants to do? Uh, yeah, the Shanks noticed that we Aqua came in, but Kyber didn't. Yeah, you notice. All right, I, I kind of look up from what I'm doing and walk to the door and just open it just to look out. I have dark vision, so I should be able to yep. see him if he's not too far. Kyber's literally, unless he's changed his mind in the last 30 seconds, he is literally sitting like right to the front, just on the ground, just looking up at the sky. There's nothing in the sky. It's cloud covered and no moon, so it's just pitch black. But <laughs> all right, uh, I walk over to him and I hand him the flask. What's this dirty thing? Then uh, you might need it. I look at the flask. I look at Shanks. I hand him back the flask and like. Don't need it. Smile at him. Glad to hear that. And I pull it back and go back. Uh, Wiyako is sitting in the cor- like a corner of the room if it's <clears throat> unoccupied, almost as if he's kind of seen a ghost, but just a little panic, like trying to hide his panic, but I think if anyone looks at him can tell he's panicked. The Shanks notice the way. Yeah. All right. So I walk over to him and is everything okay? Uh, I just been realizing that since I've been with this group, my actions are a little reckless. You see a big smile. You see a very big smile come on Shanks' face. You don't say. Nah. Yeah, Did yeah. anything happen? Undetermined, but I don't think so. All right. You know that sometimes when we try to help each other and do exercises, it doesn't always work out. Uh, no, that was the first time I figured that out. It won't be the lesson. 
No, no, no. And I'm like, you can and see I just sweat down my brow, just like. And I hand him the flask. Uh, he grabs it and puts it right next to him and does not drink it and says thank you. Welcome. And checks bows. I just do that. I return to my work. All right. I, I close my eyes I, and I go into a meditation. Tommy. Yes. So I take out my knife and I carve on the side of the house. Um, a little fun lyric. Hold on. Can I copy it here? Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Then I put my knife back away and then I put it in the chat. So then I walk back into the house and then I go take a nap. Turn it in for the night. Roll me a performance check. Oh, it's a nine. Nine? Yeah. It's not the best you've carved into things, um, but it's legible and it does kind of take up like most of the length of like like a three foot section and almost the entire length of where the door is um but yeah you are able to uh write that poem into the uh into the outside wall of the house you make your way in and find a spot to sleep on the floor anybody else Oh, uh, Tom, can I say that when I left the ho- Oh, no, I was a panther. I think the door's still open. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, just, I think Wiaco just kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> just let it play uh, an hour. Nobody deal, saw yeah, it. No, deal, no, it's deal playing in the morning. No, yeah, I'm not doing, I'm not metagaming, so. <laughs> He's not thinking about that. Like, Gaetano thought about that. Wiaco did not all right. So, can I, with, I don't know, I guess, I don't have the materials. I was going to ask if I could make one of the items I have into a small ring to turn into the spell refueling ring. Um, Shanks, you have a gold ring. Yeah, I, I was just about to say that. Yeah, I actually have the golden ring that we got off. I got off that uh, dead body in the murder house. Yeah, if you want to donate to him to change, yeah, yeah you can do that. It's, it's, it's his. All right. I thank him, and I start carving magical runes into it to turn it into a spell refueling ring. All right. And that is one of your infusions. Yep. So is that all of your infusions now? I will give up my defense for that one. So I have a repulsion shield for a serious character. I have the bag of holding. And then now I'll have the spell or healing ring. I think I have three, right? I think you have, you're at level six, right? Yes. So I should be able to know like five, but I can only hold up to three right now. Yes. All right. Cool. Is that a long rest? Uh, yeah, I would say long rest. Okay. 
Okay. Nobody else has anything else that they want to take care of in the evening? Um, I want to wake up early in the morning and probably make my way to the pool. Uh, Weak was going to stay up through the night meditating, so he's going to, if you want, take he can take a point of exhaustion. Um, did Genasis have to sleep the eight hours, or do they have meditation like elves? I will, I will check that right now. Also, uh, Tone, what are you going to the pool for? The pool is a pool for the the um, morning lord. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I, um, I thought about doing the Abbey, but I figured I'll do the Abbey with the group. Okay. Um, but that'll be in the morning. <clears throat> it, it doesn't I, say anything. So if, you, um, if yeah. you do go, take me with you. Yeah. Nothing about four hours. Yeah, also, also, because I do the meditation, I'll be up technically in four hours anyway, so... I'll see, I'm not going up to any other spaces, pretty much right near my workshop, and then wake up and then continue as quietly as I can, not to disturb anyone. Did you hear Tom? No, what, what happened? I, no, I did not hear that. No, Tom. Um, no, I think uh, Tommy froze. Oh, bye, Tom. Uh, I would, Law, I would say, um, because I don't have a reason to tell um, Zex to come with me, if you want to do like a, a check or something. No. Bye, Lawrence. Is Law, is Law not there either? Jesus Christ, what the fuck happened? And then there were five. <laughs> Dropping like five. Jesus. I mean, he just did a whole party oh, for his I'm back here. I'm sorry about that. Oh, we lost Yan. I don't know what that was about. No, we lost Young. No, okay. <laughs> I was going to say Law was like uh, doing the whole party with his family for their godchildren. So yeah. uh, um, what's it called? Tom, uh, nothing about water genasis for the four-hour trance thing meditation. So. Oh, there you go. Uh, My bad, uh, bathroom. Lord. I heard, I heard. I have the headphones on, but I have oh. to use the bathroom. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were just like pass the fuck out somewhere. No, no. Um, okay. I'm good. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, whenever I wake up. Who's going Who's going where? Uh, uh, I wanted to get up early in the morning and make my way over to the pool of the morning lord. Okay. And can I make a random perception check, like, even though I'm sleeping, just to see if uh, no. him waking? No. No. All right. <laughs> You can't do a perception check check while you're sleeping, unfortunately. What if he hey, makes sound? Solid what try. If, like I can. Uh, uh, do I do a sound? I'll give it to you. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's not. It's not that serious. I just. I was curious to like know what the pool was, and I kind of wanted <clears> to talk to uh to Galahad, but never mind. Well, well, Galahad, is, are you in full plate? No, I'm in heavy armor though, so I always have disadvantage on stealth no matter what. He's not being quiet getting out of there. Uh, so would that be noisy enough to wake people up possibly? Just asking. I'm just throwing it out there. Like it's early where I'm being cautious to not wake people up. But right. Oh, yeah. so, also, are you going to wear your armor to bed? Huh? No, but he has to wear your armor to wear bed it and put it on in the morning to go to the pool? Yeah, that's probably what, what it's going to be. Put my shit back on when I go to the pool. 
but like I'm cautious that I don't want to wake anyone up. But if someone yeah. wakes up because it's noisy and we're all in one room, you gotta do what you gotta do. Don't worry about it. Everything That's all. I, I just didn't want it to like meta game and be like, oh, Zex, wake up and come with me. I have like no uh, reason. You know. What um. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to. Yeah. Uh, I'll go check out the pool later on. Then don't worry about it. It's not that right. serious. Um, I'm up when he does that, though, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. If you if you guys all pretty much went to bed around the same time, there's only about four hours worth of rest that you need for <clears throat> meditation. Same with Gal L'Oreal, where she just sort of chills and is meditating uh, outside of what she needs for sleep. And I, I'm, I was up the whole night, so... Yep, you have just a point meditate. of exhaustion for that. Okay. Um, DM question. Yes. Um, I remember I, you mentioned I might have an extra confusion thing, or is that just like one that I know, or is that one that I can hold? Um, I believe it was an extra one that you can know, um, but I'd be willing to say I'm fine with you having an extra infusion that you could use. That's fine, because right now I have the... I just counted it up. I have the Servant, the Bag of Holding... The spell refueling ring and um, the repulsion shield. But I'll drop one of them. It's, it's just to keep the three. No, we'll go with four. Four works. You'll have one extra one. You you were in that one. So I, that was still at the beginning when I was still trying to figure out artificers. <laughs> right, no, that's fair. <clears throat> so, yeah, we'll say you could keep those four. Yes, because you do have your servant. Gilead. All right. Call, so, call, motherfucker. Call, call, motherfucker. So, uh, Shanks, you do see uh, Galahad getting up to leave to go somewhere. Um, so I kind of non-verbally ask him, does he mind company with, you know, <laughs> with some kind of hand gesture? Uh, do you mind if I come The night at the Roxbury, sort of. Uh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I tell him, <clears throat> uh, yeah. If you don't, if you don't mind, I'm I'm actually just making my way to the pool of the, of the Morning Lord, just to check it out. I learned a little bit about him during my time in imprisonment, so just wanted to pay my respects and see if I feel anything there. I do, I do hope we do make it to the Abbey. I feel like it is something we should do as a group. Um, Nods and uh, heads out with him. We aqua uh, uh, just goes. I could use the walk if you don't mind the company. Not a problem. I just hope we don't cause a disturbance to the town folk. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you see, we aqua visibly exhausted, and he just comes with you. Do you guys head down? Uh, I would say we go out the house, make the left to the curve, and then go straight until we get to the pool. I mean, because based off his directions, right? He said just further up north? Yes. Okay. It's basically straight. Go straight ahead. Yeah. All right. So, um, as you approach, even under the gray skies, the pool at the north end of the village shimmers and sparkles. Uh, Near its shore sits an old gazebo on the verge of collapse, uh, a wooden statue of a mournful bare-chested man, its paint chipped and faded, and stands in the gazebo with his arms outstretched as though waiting to be embraced. Okay. Do I recognize that as the 
as a structure for the Morning Lord? Yes, that, that you do recognize that as a uh, depiction of the Morning Lord. Um, it's positioned as such as that he's reaching towards the east or the dawn. Okay. Uh, is there any sort of uh, inscriptions or any sort of thing that I could read? or? Uh, no, there there is just pretty much it's just a small um, a, a small little area for prayer. Um, I make my way towards it a little nervously because I do where I do notice the wear and tear of it and kind of checking if it would hold my weight. Uh, the gazebo, <clears throat> um, the actual gazebo, does not look like it. Does not look like it probably would support your weight. In in fact, I mean, it looks like if it got hit with a strong wind, it would probably get taken down if it wasn't for like the surrounding trees and walls and cliffs. <clears throat> uh, pretty much where it's built. Uh, it looks like it's been there for a long, long time and that no one's touched it. All right. Um, all right, cool. So yeah, I won't go in there. I kind of take an, I, I, uh, I, I kneel down. I take Hannes Fury off of my back. As I kneel, I put it on the ground in front of me, uh, nodding my head in contemplation, saying, um, you know, speaking to the morning Lord, if he could hear me. Good morning, morning Lord. I am Galahad, a paladin <laughs> for the morning, morning Lord. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Yeah. Keep it going. Uh, I'm a I'm a, a paladin for Bahamut. I've coincidentally spoken to him over the years, and have found that the gods of the realms do have the capability to reach out to us. I ask you, as I know that you are a, a watcher over this land, if you could give me guidance on anything that I can do, that we, my party, can do to help save the people of Barovia. All right. So that's a mentally, so I don't know if I'll hear it. I just like kind of sit there for like five minutes, see if I get anything out of it. All right. And while he's doing that, Shanks watches him <coughs> with a combination of curiosity and probably remembering past. Okay. Okay. You don't hear anything. Um, you do get a very subtle sensation of, like, this place, out of all the places you've been in Barovia, this spot right here doesn't make... doesn't make you feel uneasy. It's this, this space feels the way it should. If that it sort of is an internal thing. Okay. But uh, you you don't seem to get anything out of the the prayer. But you're 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 lucky to have been speaking directly to your God. So yeah, <laughs> you're like, huh, it was worth a shot. Yeah. Uh, all right, I get up. Uh, Shanks, are you still looking at me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as you get up. Um, he, uh, Shanks asks, um, what, what does it feel like to have faith? I, I didn't get the end of the question. What does it feel like to have faith? 
Oh, okay. It gives you a sense of hope, a sense that there is something beyond what we can see. I didn't know faith or have it, really, growing up in the mountains. But going on my journey, learning about the ways of being a paladin, even even then taking my oath, I, I still, I it's still, I still questioned it. I didn't understand it. I got the idea and I got why I took this oath and what I want to do. But it wasn't until I was starting this journey with everyone and I got glimpses and heard things from Bahamut himself that I realized that there is something else there. And when I was imprisoned, realizing at the end of my imprisonment that I was speaking to him, it gave me just a clarity that I'm on the right path and I'm doing the right thing and that there is something greater than me and we're not all just doing things for nothing. You see Shanks taking your words with a bit of skepticism and replies to you when when you were imprisoned and your God was speaking to you, why why wouldn't he just relieve you of that situation if he was there and knew the pain you were going through? I, I can tell you as, as a brother in arms at this point that if I had godlike powers and I saw one of my faithful and loyal servants in a situation that they didn't deserve to be in, I feel like I would have relieved them a lot faster than 50 years. I do believe that 50 years was a bit, as you put it, harsh. <laughs> Sorry, out of game laughter, out of game. Uh, but I felt that it was needed. I... I got so much being in that small space. I, I, and I know it's very hard to understand. It's, it's really weird to, to speak about it. But I learned about what it is to be a, a paladin, what it is to walk, walk this path. I chose it because I met someone who showed me the, who showed me the ropes and I was invigorated with the power that he held. But I didn't really, really know. When we first met, I hadn't even taken my oath yet. So for Baham, for me to be a, a champion of Bahamut, I believe he needed to see that I was the one, to see that I, I was committed to his mission, to his beliefs. And I, I don't think I would have gotten that if I wasn't imprisoned. How do you know his beliefs are right or just? On paper, he is lawful good. And, and again, we, we've dealt with things that are very gray. But when I, when I spoke to him, 
before I knew it was him. He was, he was known as an old man named Bothok. He was telling me that he saw the journeyman as a follower of Bahamut himself, or he looked at it that way because he was doing the tasks while he, that he was doing while caused calamity, caused death and loss were for the greater good. And he was able to see past that, that gray line that the journeyman spoke to us about. And it didn't feel so absolute. Whereas the constable felt very absolute in whatever his beliefs and dealings are and couldn't see past what the journeyman was doing. You seem to be surrounded by a lot of powerful entities that seem to decide our fate. In the clan I was raised in, we were taught to worship from Earth. So Darian is our patron, I guess you would say, the patron ancestor of hunting and archery and survival. But once I really learned some of the, I would say, hidden truths about my clan, about my people, about our supposed enemies, it seemed more like they were out for their own self-interest and not really out for ours. I, I'm, I, I'm not making any judgment upon your deity by those words, but I just wish I could have that childlike faith again. And I, I look up at Shanks and I put my arm on his shoulder and I, I say to him, Religion and faith taught by man or beings is fallible. People have their own self-interests when they share with you their belief system. And I could understand if someone who met me and knew just from the looks of me, or if I say I am a paladin of Muhammad, could make a judgment based on I will only do good by the book. But learning and speaking to your actual deity and what they actually stand for is a much more powerful experience than anything I could have learned from someone pretending to be a teacher of Bahamut. And I apologize to you that the leaders in your town were using this faith and religion in selfish ways. He quietly nods and steps away. Yeah, I'm sorry, what was the last part? You stepped away? No, yeah, no, no, no. I say he accepts the words. Oh, okay. What you said. Okay. Let's rest there. Alright. Guys heading back or uh, you I just want to add anything or 
Oh, go ahead. Don't. Uh, I was going to say I wanted to take a look in the pool and see if there was anything um, I noticed in the pool or anything I could have uh, gotten from it as well. Any, you know, anything, pretty much. Um, from what you can tell, this pool, it looks like it's being fed by some sort of underground spring. Um, having been raised in the mountains, you can tell pretty easily, like, if it's a if it's a stream or if it's an underground uh, spring or something like that. Definitely an underground spring. Um, very clear. Uh, looks like it's been filtered. It... Do you lean down to take a drink from it? Uh, it doesn't seem to be anything in it. It's just a clear pool with a rock bottom. Uh, I, do I recognize that this pool is a religious or holy pool? Um... Outside of it, there have there being a uh, a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for a shrine to the Morning Lord. You could probably ascertain that more than likely it was blessed at some point, um, probably by the uh, abbot that uh, started the Abbey Saint Marcobia. Um, I, I reach into the pool. I cut my hand. And uh, looking at my sword, I just kind of, looking at Connor's Fury, just kind of put some of the water across the blade. Cool. And then she uh, put it back. Wiyako does control water and puts uh, as, as much water as he can get into the water skin. Yep, you fill that sucker up. And then uh, uh, I turn my way back. I look at everyone and say, should we, should we make our way back? Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Head back. Uh, everyone at this point is starting to get up. Um, Glad lets everybody know that she's just going to, uh, if you want to leave some of the things all taken care of, she's going to stay at the, uh, at the house for right now just to keep an eye on everyone's stuff. You guys can travel a little bit lighter that way. She's going to stand guard. You're going to watch the gold? <laughs> she just gives you this look of like... I have no I have no need for gold. I'm just asking. Everybody else has need for gold. She basically says that she's not worried about the gold necessarily. She's just not... Uh, the events of the last few days just have caught up with her physically and, and she's in need of a little bit more physical rest as opposed to just the meditation that she usually has to take. I hand her a drink. I give her a slap on the back and say, protect that gold, Lassie. I give her a good berry. Uh, Roll me a dexterity check, uh, Kyber. So as you smack her on the back and say that and you start to walk away, she sticks her foot out and trips you and you fall face first onto the ground and she just sort of chuckles and pulls her foot back and goes into a meditative state. I I pick you up. I just say nothing. I just look out the door. Yeah, I'm not saying anything either. All right. So where are you guys headed to? The Abbey. Guys, again. Oh, I, I I handed her a good berry. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Right on. 
Yep. To the abbey you go. Alright, so you journey through the town uh, and you get to the switchback road uh, that hugs the cliff. Um, it's maybe about 10 feet wide and is covered in loose gravel and chunks of broken rock. Uh, the scent is fairly slow and somewhat treacherous, and the air grows colder as one nears the top. The climb is about 400 feet. Um, so you make your way up. I look in the direction of the house I snuck in last night, don't say anything, and then look back at the abbey. All right. So from the road, uh, the village climbs. Uh, the road from the village climbs above the mist to get to a wide ledge, on which the abbey is perched. A light dusting of snow covers the trees and the rocky earth. Uh, the gravel road passes between two small stone outbuildings, uh, to either side of which stretches a five-foot-high, three-foot-thick wall of jumbled stones held together with mortar. Uh, blocking the road are iron gates attached to the outbuildings by rusty hinges. They appear to be unlocked. Viewed through the gates, the stone abbey stands quiet. Its two wings are joined by a 15-foot-high curtain wall. Uh, a belfry, uh, the belfry uh, protrudes from the rooftop of the closer north wing, uh, which, is also, which also sports a chimney billowing gray smoke. Oh, a whole lot of shit in there. Yeah. A whole lot of shit is going on. Is, it, is that a lot of people in there? Those druids. Also, this is uh, this is where we were told to find the abbot, right? Yep. Cool. All right. Um. Mm. I'll let. I'll let Shanks and uh, go ahead. Take point. Oh, there we go. I was looking for the entrance of where we were. All right. So what you doing? What do you guys up? What do you guys? What are you guys gonna do? Um, I want to. Uh, I'm gonna do my um. God damn it! What's it called? Divine sense. Okay. Uh, so um, use that. How long does your divine sense last? It's just within. Uh, it's just within sixty feet. But how long does it last? Uh, until the end of your next turn. So a minute. Oh, not a minute. Uh, not a minute. Like six seconds. Six seconds. Gotcha. Never mind then. Um. All right. Good. Yeah. So as an action, you detect. Uh, Good and evil until the end of your next turn. You can sense anything affected by the hell of spell or no location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet. That is not behind total cover. You can use this feature two times per long rest. You don't I was going to say hits. It, No uh, hits? No hits. At least no fiend, celestial, that type of deal. Okay. Uh, out of game, I was gonna say uh, if ever you need like a longer extension of reach. Remember, I have almost the same stuff you have. I just want to be able to detect uh, celestials. All right, cool, cool. Uh, are the gate. These are the gates are unlocked. Do I see anyone or do you see anyone? That is a fantastic question. Um, does Galahad see anyone? Because I do see the the dots. You do see what looked like two gate guard, two gate guards uh, on duty 
but they aren't awake. They seem to be asleep still. All right. Um, I'm going to walk over to Galahad and hold, pulling out a sling bullet. I'm going to look to Galahad and use magical tinkering and say, speak what you want to say. I'll record it into this and shoot it up to them. Cool, I'll give a nod. <clears throat> um, so I look at, the, look at the thing uh, saying, uh, good morning. We're here to see the abbot. Okay, I'll record that into the sling bullet with magical tinkering. All right. Can, can I fire it with my slingshot up to the guards? Oh, yeah, sling it. Want me to roll for hit? Sure. Um, do, I, I see you do that, right? Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. Um, how I, I go to um, Atros? How long does that last? Uh, when it makes contact with a person or a creature, it releases a sound that is recorded up to six seconds. It can be repeated as many times as needed. So what it can do you mean as needed? It means it can infinitely loop, or I can set it so it only does it once. I said it's infinitely loop. Uh, can you do it to anything you touch? Yes. It requires up to six seconds. Um, do, do you have any ball bearings? I call out a few ball in my bag of ball bearings. Uh, I look at one of them, I grab it, and I go, uh, can you record me saying what I'm about to say? Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, I'll touch the ball bearing. And you see kind of uh, the little green as yeah. it's prepared to record. I do, ah, like a big scream. That's the first one. The second one, uh, I go, can you record this? I can record up to three things, or hold up to three. No, well, that, that's going to be the first ball bearing. The second ball bearing, I look at and I go, "Can you record another thing?" Sure. I'll look out! Bearing. Look out! Second thing. Okay. And then the third one uh, is going to be, uh, "They're coming!" Well, I can only do. Well, yeah, we got you got the two, and then he sent one up, so you can't do another one just yet. Okay, so I just, those two I put in my pocket and I say thank you. And I flip them. Uh, as, as you're yelling at the top of your lungs, you see these two humanoid type figures startled running out towards the gate. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. One um, looks to be about. Four, four foot nine inches or so tall and squats instead of standing upright. Um, he kind of looks like a, a beardless dwarf with patches of what looks like donkey flesh covering his face and his body. What in the um, fuck? He has one human ear and one wolf's ear and a protruding wolf's snout and fangs. His arms and hands are human, but his legs are that of uh, Leonine, or Leonine, so lion, like big cat sort of legs, and has a donkey's tail. And he's weighing a, wearing a, a plain wool cloak, 
and the other one is about four foot seven inches tall, so a little bit shorter. Um, is female. Uh, the left side of her face and body is covered with lizard scales, and the right with tufts of gray wolf fur. Uh, between these tufts is pale human skin. Uh, one of her eyes is that of a feline, and her fingers and hands resemble cat's paws, but with opposable thumbs. And she's wearing a, a gray cloak with a black fur trim, and she says in a sort of a gruff voice. Who goes there? Me. Looks at you. Definitely not the fashion police. You're there. I looked at... Where is the abbot? The abbot. What do you want with the abbot? We'd like to speak to him. About what? About this abbey. This town. This land. I'm going to say obviously not his choice in guards. We, we spoke to the Burgermeister about speaking to the abbot uh, to require some to acquire some information. The abbot of the of the Morning Lord, the protector of Barovia. Okay. Come this way. She turns and begins to walk you back in this direction the other one following behind her um uh i turn to the group and uh say are we are we doing this they looked pretty odd what are you talking about odd? they look pretty fucking ugly i walk up to kyver kyver i whispered to him i said is this what happens when two different species kind of you know uh, uh, uh. I pat Argyle on the shoulder. Like I don't know, we might have to ask your mom. Oh. <laughs> while uh, while walking, I just look over Very everyone. Cool. Just say, <laughs> just say uh, everyone, just keep their guard up. I don't. This feels off. Uh, uh, to DM question, I'm assuming I'm not feeling the same sense of wholesomeness that I did at the lake, right? Not even by a long shot. Okay. Yeah, and you gave me the two ball bearings, right? I did. And I, I gave you two gold pieces, one for each. I don't accept them, but... So what was you, you guys are... Okay. Shut up. Wait, right. so we're going... Okay. Eric, I know Eric is posting stuff, but... Yeah, I go... Yeah, I follow. Well, I follow, for sure. Oh, he's like, yeah, Carl is the one for your mama jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely true. Tommy, what can I roll to kind of <laughs> see if I would know if I've seen or heard of anything of these things that I'm seeing in front of us? Roll me a nature check. Nature I can do, I think, question mark? Uh, you all have nature ability. It's just a matter. Of- I have nature, but it's a, if I'm proficient, which I'm not. not uh, also, 20, Tommy, uh, twenty-two. Oh, I was just gonna ask: Can I, from the conversation, can I detect anything from them, their nature or intent? Um, you roll me an insight check. Uh, so with a twenty-two. You've heard of these things, but you always sort of thought they were a myth. These seem to be what's known as mongrel folk. 
and they're like a mishmash of all sorts of different creatures. Would I know if they're species uh, brought together by magic or by just intertwining of the species in general? Natural. From what you know, from what you remember, because like I said, these are like myth for you. Right. Um, the myth was it was a little bit of both. Okay. Um, but, I mean, this is the first time you're seeing them in the flesh. Gotcha. Alright, I'll keep that information to myself for now until I kind of see it pertinent to tell the group. Alright, uh, and Shanks? And that's it. That that was a, a 18 for me. 18. Something is definitely off with these two. I mean, it's somewhat obvious, but it's it's more than surface level. You notice there's not necessarily something... Something's not sitting right with you. You can't put your is finger it, on, on what it okay, is. But it's evil, or it's more like they're trying to be... They're trying to be what? Deceptive. Yeah. They don't seem like they have the intelligence to be deceptive. Um, uh, but not, they don't seem right. Um, and not in like a like a Oh, you know, he's just not, you know, he's not all there. It's more like a, ooh, I wonder what's fucked up, fuck them type of. Uh, and you just get that feeling in the pit of your stomach where you're like, I don't know. This does not feel. Uh, this, 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 as Galahad would have gathered before, this does not have the same feeling as the, uh, as the, the pool did earlier this morning. Mm. Um, can I relay something to the group? Sure. How far ahead are they from us? Um, they're about 15, 20 feet from you guys. Alright, can I just non, you know, kind of give a non-verbal sense of, you know, a scowl and kind of like a slight head shake, like it's not right, something's not right. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah, I reciprocate. We're still, we're still out in the open, right? Yeah, you guys are definitely out in the open. I, uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna send Duo out on a flyby, and I look at Weakwa to to join if he's up for it. But if I send him up, I'm hoping that he would notice and send uh, franchise up too. Okie dokie. Um, what are you looking for? Um, I'm looking for particularly in the streets. Uh, anything that would like cause like us suspicion, like uh, uh, either uh, weapons being drawn at us, um. Uh, people, people moving in and out, that kind of thing. Just, just stuff in general of like, uh, you know, are they watching us or are they tracking us? That kind, of, that kind of thing. Um, as okay, so duo pops up into the air, does a quick circle around, 
uh, up there for maybe like 30 seconds, drops back down onto your shoulder, and you get this mental image of your head, in your head of like, outside of maybe one, what looks like one other creature in the um, vicinity. In the vicinity, in the courtyard, it seems like. It's just those two, and then it's like the buildings in the courtyard. Um, the guards that you saw on on the walls as you pass by them are actually like scarecrows that have rusted chain armor and and busted spears and stuff. It doesn't look like there's a lot there. Um... I walk next to Shanks and I whisper to him you feel like uh, following my lead for a second? Go for it. What? Who? Guy? You were saying something too? No, I'm good. Oh. Um, I walk up to whichever uh, or I call out to whichever uh person in front of us and I say um what do you what do you guys do for the abbot other than guard for him are you talking to the uh the two mongrel folk yep um the the female one with the wolf and 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 lizard sort of skin turns back to you and says we just guard the gates. I see. Uh, are you guys originally from Barovia yourselves? We know that the abbot isn't from these lands. Who told you that? The Burgermeister. He said uh, he's foreign to these lands as well are, are we, uh, which is why we're asking the abbot to see uh, if he knows any of the outside lands to kind of give us some more information uh, on the, you know, the land of Barovia. All right. Let me come. Come on, now. I'll I'll fetch the abbot for you. Okay. Can I do it? Can I do it? Inside check. Sure. Uh. What are you inciting? What are you? Uh, checking? to see if that last statement was true. Which one? That he's gonna go get the. That she's gonna get the abbot for you. Yeah. All right. And that, like, the way that she said it, gee, we're going to wait, I'm assuming? Um, like, I'm going to get them for you, so I'm gonna, we're waiting? Um, yes, but she seems to be, like, still walking. She wants you to follow her, from what you can tell, still. Uh, is a 17. 17? She's telling yeah. the truth. You don't, as far as I can tell? Okay. As far as you can tell, you, she's telling the truth. Cool. Okay. Uh, we keep following. Or at least I keep following. Um, yeah, me too. Oh, I should have rolled a disadvantage on that. Sorry, give me one second. Why? Because I'm exhausted. Oh. Oh, no, I rolled higher, so that's fine. Okay. Um. Thank you to the gates. As, as you're walking to the gates, you actually do pass by uh, what looks like a graveyard. Uh, there's like stunted pine trees that are growing out from the the earth near the graveyard. Um, the windows of the um, 
the windows of the structure that's right near it, the north, uh, the north wing, um, are cracked panes of leaded glass. Uh, ancient gravestones are um, are pretty much everywhere. They're almost bursting out of the snow in the yard and below the low wall that surrounds the graveyard. Um, the ground sort of falls away and the village lies 400 feet below and it actually doesn't look that bad. It looks pretty <clears throat> pretty nice. The view's actually gorgeous. Um, so you make your way up to the, av- uh, the abbey entrance and a uh, 15 foot tall curtain wall joins the abbey's two wings uh, uh, behind it its battlements two guards stand at attention and their features are obscured by fog um, below them uh, set into the wall is a pair of ten foot tall wooden doors reinforced with bands of steel uh, to the right of those doors mounted on the wall is a tarnished copper plaque and on that plaque it reads may her light cure all illness you are led into the inner gates. Uh, before we go, do we notice any uh, names or words on the tombstones? Uh, you did not. You walked past the graveyard. You didn't walk through it. Okay. You just noticed it was off to your right as you were walking by. Um, so you guys do walk into the courtyard. And seem to be heading towards the north wing. Um, here. Uh, I walk over to I walk over to Zex uh, I look at him I tell him uh, you know that I that I, <clears throat> I look over to Zex and tell him I went over to the fountain today and I felt a calming peace there and I'm not feeling that here and this is supposed to be a place of worship to the morning ward I tried to sense at the entrance, but I didn't get anything. Are you, have you or your bird companion noticed anything here? I'm feeling a bit suspicious. Um, I lean over into Galhead and I say, as far as I can tell, I've only noticed uh, some scarecrows as decoy uh, lookouts. And... A uh, strange feeling from these guys, but I can't really place them. Um, yeah, these we'll talk more if it arises, but just keep an eye out and um, stand guard. All right. Can I look at the one of the scarecrows? Uh, they're actually up about 10-15 feet in the air. Oh, so these metal things are like that far up? Alright. Yeah, they're they're obscured by fog. Which one are you looking at? Where are you looking for? The one directly in front of me. This one? Uh, is that a scarecrow? It is not. Um, as you get closer to it... Um, so you do, when you walk into the courtyard, there is a thick fog that fills this courtyard and it swirls as if it's eager to escape. 
courtyard surrounded by a 15-foot-high curtain wall on which stand several guards, or so it seemed at first. It's now clear that these guards are merely scarecrows. Uh, wooden doors to the north and east lead to the abbey's two wings, and in the center of the courtyard is a stone well-fitted with an iron winch uh, to which a rope and a bucket are attached. Along the perimeter, tucked under the overhanging wall, are several stone sheds with padlocked wooden doors as well as three shallow alcoves that contain wooden troughs. The two wooden posts pounded into the rocky earth have iron rings bolted to them, and chained to one of them is a short humanoid with bat wings and spider mandibles. The quiet is shattered by horrible screams coming from the sheds. Alright, leave the awareness. I have a, f- uh, yeah, I have a, fuck, I should have realized earlier. Fuck, fuck, fuck. This is definitely me talking, but fuck. I knew I should have, when Galahad did it, I should have done it too. Um, do I pick up anything on primeval awareness? Um, what are you looking, what, what specifically are you looking for? Undead or fiends, and I have six miles. Undead and fiends, you find neither. Neither. That's even more disturbing. So we we heard the screams, right? Indeed. Do we are the are the folks the mongrels still there? Uh yes, the mongrels are still there. Uh, you see, uh, Atrus, are you going towards this particular? Um thing is it uh, able to speak is it a is it a is it awake not that you can tell it, it's definitely awake um Wait, question so, sorry yes. question uh these here um, i don't know if my point is registering these here are these windows or what or doors um right here uh, those are those are windows. These are windows. How high up are they? Um, I'll say maybe about five feet up and um, about ten foot high. It's an abbey. Think like big stained glass windows. Okay. Um, because I haven't entered, can I stealth to one of those windows to peer inside? Sure. Which one? Go for it. I'll go to the first one because I, I I wouldn't know which one at first. All right. I'm um, going to send do I have Gilead. to roll for self? Um, no, there doesn't seem to be anybody looking at you. Okay. So I peer inside. What do I see at the first window? Uh, right. Um, from what you can see, um, Looks like a, a foyer. Uh, this uh, this room looks like it used to be an office, um, as evidenced by the remains of a desk and a chair, both of which have been smashed to pieces, and uh, a hallway that leads south to a staircase going up. Uh, a dark passage to the east is full of what's from what you can barely gather. It's just the faintest whisper. You hear like unnatural whispers and mad laughter and. It doesn't smell too good either. 
So I go to the next window. Next window. Can I send out Gilead to perch, go out and perch onto Shank's shoulder? Are you are you putting your dude on there? Yeah, just sending out Gilead to just join Shanks. Alright, sure. You don't have to represent it, it'll just be sitting on his shoulder. Sure, where's the next window you're heading to, Shanks? Um, the second window up. I'm just gonna go down the road one by one. Oh, there you are. Okay, couldn't see underneath one of the markers. Um, cool. So look at the two guys on my... What the bloody hell is going on over here? The place reeks. <laughs> cool. Um, it's fairly lightless in there. Um, room looks like it was... Um, once a shared bed bed chamber, but its furnishings have been absolutely destroyed, and um, there are three sh like shrieking and cowering mongrel folk uh, that are cowering in the northwest corner, and one of them is cradling something that looks kind of shiny. As you look into this one, there seems to be four mongrel folk uh, sort of brawling amid the wreckage of this bedchamber as a fifth one sort of watches and cackles behind a life-sized wooden statue of a saintly woman in robes. What the fuck is going on? Next. Next one? All right. There are several um, mongrels, uh, seven mongrels, I'm sorry, are seated in the middle of the room forming a ring, and they appear to be chanting a spell. Um, is there anything that I can do to see if I recognize this spell or recognize uh, what, what might be taking place? Roll Arcana. Yeah, that's not my specialty at all. Uh, that is a four with no modifier. Fuck if you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like magic, but I mean, you guys, you don't even really have that many spellcasters in in the party, so like, uh, maybe. I've never heard. I've never heard this shit before. It sounds like gibberish um, to you, so. I, I I look over at the owl, right? Um, it's an owl, or yep, it's, it's an owl. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I look over at the owl. I feel very comfortable with this owl, by the way, because it's not, um, you know, like a real animal. Um, so it, it it makes Shanks a little more comfortable. But anyway, he looks at the owl and he kind of like, you know, gives a signal like, do you know what? I mean, it can't talk to you. I say, all right, so I guess not. Um, there's no other windows on that side, correct? Correct. 
Okay. So um, I think I'm going to uh, quietly go in and join the party next to Zex and whisper, relate to him what I've seen. Tommy. Yep. I want to ask the guard, like the female guard, what's going on here? This place reeks. What's going on? You want to talk to the abbot? Well, I want to know what's going on here right now. Why is it all weird over here? What's all all the weird folk? The weird? I don't know. No, I hear a little shrieking going on. Follow me. I look over them. Will they follow Miss La? The sweet thing over here. Um, I'm gonna hang back a little bit. Um, I kind of give the signal to the to the rest of the party to like kind of go on ahead. Um, I'm gonna check because I can obviously tell that Shanks isn't there yet, so I'm gonna wait for him to get back. Oh, no, 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 no. I, you, I, I came in and whispered to your character. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I, so, I already uh, came in and I whispered to your character everything that happened. Gotcha, and gotcha. actually Galahad's next to you, so you and Galahad probably know everything that I saw. Um, I, I did not know the magic uh, that was being uh, dispelled, but um, there was something going on. I gotcha. Um... It's not Celestials, it's not Fiends Undead. It's, what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah. This doesn't seem right. Something, something doesn't feel right, and it's out of the realm of things that I've, I've dealt with so far. Well, let's just keep going and try to keep our eyes open. You have, and- you have Celestial as one of your... <laughs> Thanks. Me no. no 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 but 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 uh Gal I'm going based off of what Galahad I I said. do I have I have Celestial but um it was and in it, I did it in the I did it in front. the uh, in the front right. yeah okay um I follow the character that said follow uh follow me to go talk to the abbot yeah so in the opposite direction of where you're going is where they went. So, uh, 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 sorry. <laughs> so, I thought we were going in. Yeah, you are over here. All right. Uh, Atros, are All you going right. over towards that thing? I'm going to. Where did the noise come from, by the way, Tommy? What noise? The, scream. the screams. The scream. The scream that you guys heard is coming from that thing that Atros is next to. Or so that thing was screaming. Or over here was screaming. <clears throat> over okay. here. I mean, in that general area, you were hearing lots of screams, but the one that was the most prominent was right here. Gotcha. So, Atrus, um, are you are you going over towards it? I'm gonna walk over towards it. Okay, so. The creature chained to the post flaps its leathery wings and takes to the air, but doesn't get very far before its chains go taut. Uh, she flutters madly, screaming absolute nonsense. So she doesn't have to seem to have anything. 
actual form of sentience right now. Like she's completely crazy. That shit um, crazy, if you had to say. Yeah, I mean, the, the closer look you get, you, you, she has like long, stringy black hair that hides much of her face, but it's clearly visible that there are spider mandibles and teeth that replace her human mouth. Uh, she has arms and wings of a bat, uh, as uh, as well as a cloven hoof in place of her right foot, and she is desperately trying to get as far away from you as she can. Away from me? Yes, away from you. Um, I can see this from where I am, right? Oh, yeah. Full view. Is there any type of uh, inside check that I could do uh, to her to try to understand what's happening? Or why she might be afraid of Um... What you can tell... Fucking crazy, and it's just going insane. From, I mean, it does. It doesn't take a a, a, a genius to figure out that this thing is, is scared shitless, and is 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 definitely not all there. Hey, Shanks, why don't you chop a chain? What a goal. Uh, that, that that's okay. Not uh, not yet. But I look over to Atros and and say you you might want to step back. I say, why don't you tell her to calm her emotions? Uh, Go ahead. Glad. Yeah. No, I know. Why don't you just tell her to calm her emotions? Well, she's clearly fucking nuts. Why are we wasting our time with her? Let's go see this fool. What's up? Yeah. All right. Wiyako walks over to her. Says, hey, calm your emotions. She's freaking out just as much as she was before. I hand her a good berry. <laughs> she does not take it. She is losing her shit and trying to. Boy, Aqua, let, let's let's go, let's go, let's go! Oh my god! I walk over to her. Quit your shit, you crazy bitch! All right, I didn't. We're not going that far, sir. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm just gonna look back towards the group and start walking. Okay. Um. Um. Once, yeah, go ahead. I ask, ask the Mongo folk, why is she chained? I think they walked aside. Don't ask me, I see Abbott. Come this way, you can wait in here. Okay. Uh, do we, do we all need to come inside? You all want to talk to the Abbott? We don't all have to talk to the abbot, but sure. Let's not split the party now. <laughs> I mean, if you want to split the party, fucking go for it, man. I am not going to stop you. I know, but I have like a very, very, very uncomfortable feeling. Well, to be fair, um, I'm also I'm also playing a, a background music that is literally called Tension. So, like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. I'm yeah, walk right in. Yeah, we all need to be together. Fuck it. Yeah, that's when the parties for the birds. <laughs> that's how people die. 
<laughs> Some people die at the party. Bless you. Thank you. Um, you guys man. are going. These two sort of walk out of view and disappear. Basically, the the one that's been talking to you the whole time. We'll get the other be right back. Uh, before we go inside, I did want to. Uh, I was looking if I had the spell. Um, can I, I tap her and I want to put do lesser restoration on her? You can't get fair. close enough. You can't get close enough. Uh, to her. I can't. Nope. Uh, can my can my can franchise? Can franchise? Yeah, because uh, he can cast spells through. Like I can cast spells through him of a range of a touch. Okay. Um, franchise could get to her. You want to cast Lesser Restoration? Yeah. Um, what are you trying to cure? Because Lesser uh, Restoration is different from like Greater Restoration. Yes, of course. Um, if, if any of the conditions of Blind, Death, Paralyzed, Poison, um, Charmed... Nope. Nothing? I, I, would say, I, would, I would say I'm not going to even let you waste the spell slot. No. No, it, it, nothing like that. For you, the closer you get, the crazier she gets. And okay. for you, even for you, you're like, this bitch is crazy. And you. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't. I said I cast a spell. If you, if you don't want it, then that's fine. But um, I'm not gonna let you waste the spell okay. slot on it. It's you would you you okay. probably wouldn't you would know that. It wasn't one of those things. It wasn't one of those things, and it wouldn't okay. have done anything for her. Okay. All right, I'm inside. All right. Hey, Sami, I'd like to throw some perception on these stairs, and is there anything that I can observe? Sure. Well, as you're... In the room, yeah. As you are walking in, gentle-sounding music trickles down from above, played on a single stringed instrument by some unseen master. The ground floor is one large 50-foot square room with arched leaded glass windows, uh, a cauldron sits on an iron rack above a fire in a hearth, uh, while above the fireplace mantle hangs a golden disc engraved with the symbol of the sun. In one corner, a wooden staircase climbs to the upper level, while in another corner, a stone staircase descends into darkness. Several chairs surround a wooden table that stretches nearly the length of the room. Wooden dishware and golden candelabras are neatly arranged on the table standing behind which is a young woman with alabaster skin dressed in a torn and soiled red gown. Her auburn hair is neatly bundled so as not to touch her soft shoulders. She seems lost in her own thoughts. So she totally didn't greet us, right? When we came in? Who, her? No, she did not. Hey, you seem lost in your own thoughts. You okay? Not the particular green. I was going to uh, the one of them said that they were going to go get the abbot, and they left. Right? Both of them left. They oh, both yes. of them left. So we can assume, hopefully, that this Sentence is not is the abbot. Uh, yeah, I'm also getting that feeling. But let's just roll with the, it. The burger, the burger, my already said it was a guy that didn't age. So yeah, I would probably. Well, does she respond to my? Does she respond to my? Hey, you look lost in your own thoughts. And she sort of turns and looks at you. How close are you getting to her? 
Um, I'm right across the table from her. Right? I think right now I'm literally across the table. Yeah, you're across the table from her about now. Okay. She just sort of looks at you. Doesn't say anything. Uh, Are you the Perception? Perception? Alright, yeah, Yeah. perception for me. I'm gonna roll at disadvantage because I'm exhausted. 19. And a 4. Fantastic. Uh, 4 plus whatever the hell. There's probably a negative 6 for his perception. Let's see. It's wisdom, so I would assume. Oh, it's wisdom, so it's plus 3. 7 altogether. 7 altogether. Yeah, super perceptive, dude. You're not sure what it is, but something's not I, necessarily I can right. tell she's a woman, right? You can tell she's okay. a woman, but something, yeah. something's not quite right. Cool. Not sure what it is, can't put your finger on it. Don't want to put my finger on it. So anything else you guys are doing? Just sitting, waiting? I sit down at the table. Yep, okay. Um... Yeah, I'm just leaning on the wall where my character's positioned right now. I I invite her to join to sit at the table with me. She cocks her head to the side and walks over and sits down in the seat that's right there um, in front of her. Is there any drinks on the table? Uh Oh, no. Uh, my, my water skin. I take out my water skin. And I say, hey, do you want a drink? She just looks at you. And as she sits down and leans in towards you, that's when you can see... um, That's when you can see the seams in her powdered skin uh, sort of show up. Sort of where the, the disparate body parts that she's made of is... Uh, are joined together. Jesus. Um, I I put some of the water in my hand and I cast like cantrip control water and I make it touch her skin. See if that has any effect. The same water I used I got from the the fountain. No. Uh, no crazy effect. Uh, how does she react to that? She doesn't seem to notice a whole lot. Alright. So I drink the water. Mike, you having a good day? <clears throat> Anybody else doing anything? Just, I'm gonna, just waiting. I'm going to look over to Sirius. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I start I start like singing a song going, uh something here is made of different kinds of things put together. Uh. I'm gonna signal to Sirius to walk over to the door with Shanks and point to his shield, kinda indicating just in case he needs to bump anything. There. Oh, something's definitely gonna get bumped, alright. Um, <laughs> I walk over to yeah, Wiako and I'm, I place my hand on his shoulder and I'm like, Wiako, just 
pay attention. Just look around. Things are a little off. That's what I'm saying as I'm saying it because I don't think she's paying attention. I mean, has, has as, anyone as he's in, singing has, that, has, any, has anyone incited her yet? It. What do you mean incited her? She's like, looked at her. <laughs> All she's got to do is look at her. <laughs> Fucking half awake puppet. Yeah, because Argyle, you noticed that as he's sort of singing like, "Cause I don't think she's paying attention," and you're like, "Wait, what the fuck is he talking about?" And you look, and you can see the seams where her body parts are sewn together underneath the powdered skin. That's great. I think something's put together uh, naturally. <laughs> Tommy, can I roll an arcana check for to see if I would know like what this would be? Oh yeah, can I do that actually too? Sure. I give you guidance, sir, because I want to guide you. I want to be a supportive person. And you have disadvantage on your rolls. That's exactly so. I'm giving him advantage <laughs> and the D4, and I'm not rolling shit. Uh, first one was a 14. Second one was an 18. Plus Arcana is 2, so I'm 30, 20, 21. That's how we do it. She is what is affectionately known as a flesh golem. Got it. Cool, cool, cool. What do I know about flesh golems? What? Uh, you've heard of them, um, essentially in, in, essentially in, he wouldn't know this reference, but essentially it's Frankenstein's monster. Okay. Uh, what I know, think, what think I, Sally from, uh, from right. Nightmare. Uh, no, no, that Nightmare that much, that much I gather for me, but for Zex, would he know if they're particularly, uh, Good creatures, evil creatures, or that's dictated by their creation uh, creator. Uh, it's a construct, so it would definitely be <coughs> totally dictated by the creator. Cool. Um. Yeah. All right. Um. Yep. Cool. Yep. Absolute. That is fan. Fucking fantastic. Um. Perception check. Do we still? Do we hear the other? Uh. Do we hear the people downstairs, or do we hear the other, um, whatever the fuck? All you hear, called. all you hear is m- m- uh, music coming from the upstairs. And as you guys are looking around, um, from the downstairs um, stairs, you see a beautiful-looking man. Um, a handsome young man in a brown monk's robe uh, begins to walk up the stairs. Uh, there's a painted wooden holy symbol that depicts the sun uh, that hangs from a chain around his neck, and he moves with the grace of a saint. Uh, I do the control water thing with the same water, and I, I like I pick it up over his over his head as if it's come dripping down on him. Does that have any reaction? He goes, oh. why would you do that? I thought you wanted to speak with me. I'm the abbot. Uh, oh, I see you've met Vasilka. You don't know that I did that. <laughs> oh, you're the only blue one here. Oh, no, there are two of you. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
I feel I feel terrible for having said that. Well, well you were right. It was me. That's perfectly acceptable. You know, let me know beforehand. Yes, yeah, so uh, I'm the abbot. What can I do for you? Well, I was told that you were wanted to speak with me. <laughs> 